Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The Ricky Smiley Morning Show, the most funny in the morning. Ladies and gentlemen, the wonderful, awesome senior pastor of Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church, Dallas, Texas, the one and only Pastor Frederick Douglas Haynes. Pastor Haynes, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ricky Smiley. How you doing, my bro? Man, I'm doing good, man. Hanging in there. Happy belated Easter. And uh, and I know you got a good word this morning. Thank you so much, Ricky Smiley. Happy belated Easter to you. Listen, I love the fact that Marvin Sapp is just so real every time he writes a powerful song. And one of the songs he writes that we're singing this morning is Praise Him in Advance. And listen, listen to how he opens it up. He says, I've had my share of life's ups and downs. And listen, that is so real because life sometimes, Rick, is like a roller coaster ride. You're up, you're down, you're moving fast. All of a sudden, things slow down. Life is filled with twists and turns. You just never know what's going to take place during the course of the day. But here's the good news, and that is we serve a God who is still in control. And so Marvin Sapp says, that's why you praise God in advance. You praise God, watch this, knowing that even though life is filled with ups and downs, you do know that even though you don't know what tomorrow holds, you praise God for what is going to happen. You praise God in advance. It's like this, praising God. I think the best way to put it is to praise God on credit. Praise God by making a down payment on what God is going to do and then look forward to God manifesting God's presence, God's power, God's peace in your situation. And so that's what I made up my mind to do. I'm not going to worry about what's going to happen. I'm going to praise God in advance for what God is going to make happen in spite of what may happen. That's the kind of God we serve. So go ahead. Don't worry about tomorrow. Praise God in advance about tomorrow. Here's what you do. Don't start tripping about how things are going to turn out. Just trust and praise God for how things are going to turn out. That's called praising God by faith. Praising God, knowing that God will have the last word. So that's the word of the day. God is able. God is good. God will be good. And since God will be good and is God, don't wait till the battle is over. Shout right now and praise God in advance. All right, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, Senior Pastor of Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church, Dallas, Texas. Pastor Hayne, let everybody know how you can be reached. Hey, thank you, Ricky Smiley. You can catch me on social media. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at FH Unscripted. And I have a YouTube channel, Frederick Haynes. And you can check out some of my sermons on our friendshipwest.org website. There it is. I love you, Pastor Haynes. Love you, Ricky. Have a great one. Yes, sir. You too. Let's go. News headlines. 
All right, Ricky, smile the morning. Let's get the front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. The front page is being brought to you by Macy's. Listen to the Undressing Room podcast presented by Macy's featuring Eva Marcille and L'Oreal. Log on to the UndressingRoomPod.com for access to their personal Macy's shopping page. The Undressing Room podcast is available wherever you get your podcast. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Tuesday headlines. Five people died when an employee opened fire at a bank in Louisville, Kentucky. The victims were aged between 40 and 64. Police responded within three minutes and fatally shot the attacker in an exchange of gunfire. Now, the suspect was named as 25-year-old Connor Sturgeon, who police said used an AR-15-style semi-automatic rifle during the incident and was broadcasting the shooting online, specifically on Instagram. Monday's massacre, Ricky, is the 146th mass shooting so far this year, according to the Gun Violence Archive. In other news, one of two black Democrats who were expelled last week from the GOP-led Tennessee House was reinstated Monday after Nashville's governing council voted to send him straight back to the legislature. The unanimous vote by the Nashville Metropolitan Council restores Rep. Justin Jones to office just four days after Republicans stripped him of his seat. Moments after the decision, Jones began marching to the Capitol. Lastly, the FBI warned against uh, the free public charging stations, saying crooks have managed to hijack public chargers that can infect devices with malware that can give hackers access to your device. The scheme is known as juice jacking and has been going on since 2021, according to the FCC. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? With the first pick in the 2023 WNBA draft, the Indiana Fever select Aaliyah Boston, University of South Carolina. I mean, it's really special. I think a lot of people know my story, but my parents made a big sacrifice um, allowing my sister and I to move away from home at the age of 12 and 14. And so to be able to see their hard work pay off, it's just a blessing from God. Amen. WNBA draft went down last night. That was Aaliyah Boston, man, from South Carolina. Indiana Fever picked up number one. Five total South Carolina game cocks got drafted last night, including Zaya Cook. She went number 10 to the L.A. Sparks. Uh, Diamond Miller was a second pick. Maddie Segrist was the third pick, and one of our favorite point guards was pick number 22, Alexis Morris from LSU Championship Squad. She went to the Connecticut Sun. The widow of former NFL quarterback Dwayne Haskins is claiming he was drugged in the hours before his death back in April of 2022. She says he was the target of a blackmail and robbery plot. She is suing the four suspects that uh, allegedly did this to him or whatever. That's that's kind of a sad, that's a real sad situation. Wow. Because uh, nobody ever knew what really happened. So now she's starting to speak out. Uh, we'll be talking more about that. Uh, last but not least, former NFL wide receiver Antonio Brown is being sued for one million dollars by a celebrity jeweler for not paying claiming he gave brown several pieces of jewelry back in 2022 and he still has not paid his bills but he rocking that diamonds and them shines all day long so my quick sports support right there gary with the t what's up mike all right, y'all, we all know that we recently celebrated Easter, and everybody's still raving, y'all. Mariah Carey, y'all. Now, they're saying Mariah Carey and her kids celebrated Easter with a real bunny and a huge side of gratitude. Now, it's being reported that the mom of 11-year-old twins, Monroe and Maracas, shared an adorable video, y'all, to Instagram of her and her kids 
on Easter Sunday, hanging with some pals and an adorable bunny rabbit. Now, Mariah Carey is expressing how grateful she is, y'all, for her family. Now, the mom of twins shared an adorable video of her and her kids on Mar- her son, Moroccan, and her daughter, Monroe, both y'all 11, who hung y'all with an actual bunny rabbit on, <clears throat> excuse me, on Easter Sunday. She said, quote, bunny kisses and orange soda with a huge side of gratitude for all. Happy Easter, y'all. But, you know, black Twitter and people don't complain. People are saying, honey, she hung out with her kids. What about the mother 10? That, what? She has nothing to do with the mother 10 but, kids? But that's their brothers and sisters. No, not, but they're not her kids. She's not responsible for them. Yeah. Ricky, you agree? Because, I mean, but Ricky, you had all your kids, grandkids. You included everybody. I mean, Morocco at least got two of them. Yeah, Why? I'm not going to be. Uh, Why? That's the father's responsibility. Everybody, because you know everybody is connected to somebody, and I have a cutoff. Yeah. If everybody, if, yeah, if everybody bought someone that was connected to them, because somebody that's connected to them, that's connected to them. It, 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 you have to have a cutoff. It's like, look, just you. Yeah. Just you, man. <laughs> Yeah, people say it just Baby. What? Well, nevertheless, well, she had fun in honey. They were saying that Mariah looked amazing. She had on her heels and, you know, and the kids loved her um, real bunny and what have you. So congratulations to Mariah and Maron, even though they didn't have the other brothers and sisters with them, but they had a happy Easter. All right, the Kahlua today is one of my favorite Kahlua's. My Kahlua today, y'all, is sunset. On the high end, you say sunset, and on the low end, you say beautiful burnt orange. That's your Kahlua for the day. Brad, what you got coming up in the hot spot? Coming up next in the hot spot, Cardi B speaks out on the controversial Dolly Lama video. Ooh, up next, it's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot, and Damn, that's hot. Woo. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. Bring it a tickety-tat. What's up there, good? <laughs> what up, Rock T? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tad Tad, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Well, y'all, Rihanna is now the most followed woman on Twitter, surpassing Katy Perry. Now, according to Social Blade, Riri's Twitter account is the fourth most followed in the world. Justin Bieber came in at number three with 113, 171, whatever, 252 billion. What is that? <laughs> and U.S. President Barack Obama at number two with 132,941,739 followers. My goodness. That's a lot of followers, y'all. Right. That is... I didn't know Barack Obama had that many. Barack that right. dude. I know, but my goodness, I think he was up there with like Justin Bieber and stuff. Okay, well, congratulations to them. That's a lot of followers. Man, I bet he get a lot of good old money for to post oh, yeah. something, man. No, <laughs> swaggiest president Endorsements, ever. okay. All right, y'all, moving on. Tory Lane sentencing in the Meg The Stallion shooting has been delayed once again. Now, according to NBC News, the sentencing hearing uh, was initially scheduled on Monday, but will occur at a later date to do uh, due to Lane's motion for a new trial. Yesterday, Lane's defense said that they wanted to raise new issues and another court date scheduled for next week. He faces the maximum of 22 years and eight months in prison if given the maximum sentence um, on each charge. <clears throat> now, y'all, yesterday, Cardi B took to social media to discuss the controversial viral video of the Dalai Lama. Lord, she tweeted, the world is full of predators. They prey on the innocent. The ones who are most unknowing are children. Predators could be our neighbors, our school teachers, even people with money, power, and churches. She advised parents on how to protect their children, writing constantly, talk to your kids about boundaries and what they shouldn't allow people to do to them. Now, after receiving backlash, Cardi tweeted, I put the tweet up and now people want to come at me like, OB, you're the wrong messenger. Did you rob and drug men? And it's like, listen, y'all not going to keep 
doing this because when it comes to a weird predator and rapist and pedophiles, I don't play that. She said, I am the right messenger because I'm a mom. I'm a woman and I'm a girl. And as a teenager, my body got abused. And she added, I got to get off the Internet. It's insane. I'm getting dragged up and down because I'm telling parents to be careful on people that prey on their children. It's craziness. And she is absolutely right. What's wrong with everybody should have been on social media saying, you know, y'all need to protect y'all children. If you don't talk to them, you need to talk to them. Let them know what the boundaries are. I agree with Cardi B 10,000%. Like, that Dalai Lama video was crazy. But what's in the video? It's nasty. Oh, my God. You didn't see somebody. Please send so this video to Ricky. kid. Some to... little kid was sitting on his lap. What? And he, he told the kid, and he stuck his tongue out and told the little boy to suck his tongue. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't know how you clean that up. And he That's did. It. And now he's issuing apologies, but... How do you clean that up? And the sad yeah. part is he's been the, whatever the Dalai Lama means. He's been that for years. Isn't he like he's the leader of the Buddhist um, community? Uh, Tibetan. Yeah. Yeah. See, first like, of all, we we we, we stop at uh, when I teach my girls. We don't we don't sit. We, you know, when uncle, no uncle sitting there with his legs open. You Ooh. go give uncle a hug. You go hug him from the side. Yep. Ever <laughs> let your little girl walk between nobody legs and get him a hug? Right. Or whatever. I'm not saying Unc is bad. You know what I'm saying? He's sitting down. Still, you know, no. sit down. But I'm trying to train them how to go around and give them a side hook. Yes. And stuff. And then we don't sit. And then you don't sit in nobody's lap at all. Not uh-huh. in my house. Uh-uh. That's right. Not in nobody's house. Uh-uh. Shoot. No. Ooh, all that. right. We're going to wrap up the hospital on that note. Oh, Lord. We need to do a whole next... show on that. You know, teaching Ooh. children how to protect themselves. Yes. And start talking. Uh, bring somebody on to start talking about science. Because molestation and, and weird stuff been going on in black families for years and nobody years. talk about it. So true. And then, then you end up growing up crazy and going through all this stuff because we sweep stuff up under the rug and we Ooh, don't talk about this stuff or whatever. So we have to uh, figure out how are we going to break the generational curse and start yes. having these conversations. Because, Brett, that's real. Yes, it that's is, real. Now, that made me mad this morning. Me, me too. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Listen, man, uh, we are so excited uh, this morning. Brett is expecting. And yesterday had a very special moment, and it happened for the first time. Brett, Brett, Brett. What? I'm going to let you tell it. Right. I ain't going to say nothing. All right. I ain't trying to put you on the spot, Brett, but come on now. Because <laughs> okay, you always be private so... with your business. Come on now. Come on now. Whatever, because my, my wife decided to post it. I was like, come on, that's my bare belly. Like, I'm not used to exposing that much. Like, okay. that, is, that is my skin. Last mm-hmm. time I did that was in, like, what do you like? Okay. Oh, <laughs> and my <laughs> belly wasn't big like that. <laughs> but uh, I was laying on the couch, and, and I was uh, uh, pressing on my belly and stuff because Sylvia and them from Dish Nation, they was rubbing on it yesterday, and they was like, you don't feel nothing yet. You 24 weeks. You should feel something. I'm like, no. You know, so when I got home, I laid down and started pushing on it, and she started pushing on it. And and I I started feeling something like a little like a little flutter. It wasn't like a karate kick because I'm thinking when I, when the baby kicked me, I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, you know, I'm gonna <laughs> right. really like feel it. But it was like it just felt like a little flutter, like a almost like a butterfly in your stomach, and it, it tickles. And I was like, oh my god! And I was just so excited to look here. So, so you knew down you my knew eye. what it was. I knew what it was, but I hadn't felt it before. So as I was laying there and I was pushing from one side to the other side, like I could feel it in the bottom of my stomach. And it was just really like tripping me out. It was overwhelming because I have a human being in my belly. Like, mm-hmm. And for the first time, I felt it move. Now, I've seen it move in ultrasounds, but to feel it is a whole different story. So I was just overwhelmed again, uh, and excited. 
And you knew it wasn't a gas bubble because we know you how you are. And I don't mind letting the gas bubbles out. I know what them feel like. Yeah, we know. <laughs> them slide past the baby and comb on out. Right. You be owning it too, Brad. Okay. When you let one out, you be like, my bad, y'all. Okay, yeah. <laughs> when I was seeing everybody looking at everybody for. Gary, you look around how you looking at everybody. Talking about, Gary, yeah, is that you? I just let, let them know, yo. One day, one day me, I'm going to do a, a, a Ricky Smiley Unleashed just on you and Gary with that situation. Situation alone. I'm, I'm gonna do a whole. I'm, 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 I'm gonna have. Okay, we're gonna write it up like it's a proclamation. Like, please stop. But now, Brad, we are we are so happy. I'm I'm glad that you felt the baby kick yesterday. So, what were some of the responses on social media? Oh my God! I, uh, everybody was like, "Oh my God, you finally felt it!" What if my phone blew up? They was asking me what it felt like, and it was just overwhelming. And I was like, "Oh my God, it just felt like something I never felt before." And not only will I be a mother, I am a farter. Yep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're a mother and a farter. A mother and a farter. <laughs> See what you did there. No, nah, oh, nah, nah, we appreciate you sharing that with us, you know, with us this morning. No, and, thank and, y'all and, for and, letting me share. And Brett, talk about it. Anything I, that I come know. up, we, we want to know because we're sitting up here with you, with, with the know. uncles and the aunties. I know. I just don't be one. You know, I don't know. Man, talk about being, it. I'm not used to being pregnant. You're not used to having a Human inside of you. I got a whole body inside of me. My back be hurting. My ankle swole like Wendy Williams. My, my, my you know, my, my finger swole. I can't take my rings on and off. I got carpal tunnel serious? in my hands. My liver levels is different. Like all kind of stuff is going on now, in my now what's body. Wrong, now, what's the reason with the gloves with the fingers out? What's, what I is have that? carpal tunnel in both hands, which and feels that, like and the my pregnancy causes. Yes, yes, the pregnancy caused that, and it feels like my fingers are on fire. Almost like if you sit on your legs for too long and you get the pins and needles in them, my hands feel like that every second of the day. So I can't really feel, it just feels like it's burning every day. Man, but I mean we, it's okay. I'm not complaining at all because I know it's a part of the pregnancy, and I just think it's a miracle. And I'm so blessed because, like, I'm 48. You know what I'm saying? Like, and right. people been wanting to have kids and, and and are not able to. So with everything that comes with mine, I'm just grateful for for it. I don't complain. And how long? How long we got now? Uh, well, I'm doing. July 27th I'm due but it's probably going to come uh, Dr. Jackie said it's probably going to come like a month earlier because I'm going to have a cesarean section okay Brad we are, we are so happy for you we pray for you you know safe and, and anything healthy that we baby. can do to yes. a safe healthy baby yes. but I'm so glad to hear that, that I'm sure everybody that just bought everybody is listening so much joy this morning and uh and we're gonna be praying and god keep you and your family and you're happy <laughs> no nah, brett that's good that's good stuff brett all right y'all uh gary got the tea and a little other day coming up next ricky smile in the morning show yeah. now the world don't move to the beat of just one drum what might be right for you may not be right for some my man is born he's a man
up you to the T. It's Gary, baby. Gary has the tea and the color today. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Tuesday, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Rich Paul, they're saying he is one of the most shrewd negotiators in the world of sports. Now, they say he's known for driving a very hard bargain and always, y'all, getting the best deal possible for himself and his client, honey. Now, they're saying and that's exactly what he appears to be doing, y'all, with his beautiful new fiance, Mr. Dale, y'all. Now, I know he's Rich Paul is um, LeBron James's agent and good friend. Now, according to a new report, y'all, they're saying, y'all, that Rich Paul and Adele are set to get married, honey, this summer. And the reports are claiming, y'all, that Rich does not want a prenup. Now, according to celebrity, yeah, they say uh, yeah, but, when you don't ask for a prenup, you know that marriage. You don't have no intention on, on letting her go. Yeah, but honey, but let me tell you the story, though. <laughs> According to Celebrity Network, Adele's network is, honey, in 2023 is a casual $220 million up from $185 million when they crunched the numbers back in 2019. And they're saying, and once her Las Vegas residency wraps later this year, her worth is likely to be even more. But Rich, the man, is causing a bit of friction with Adele. Now, I say, according to reports, Adele is a woman who is in love but not blinded by it, honey. She was hoping, honey, to protect her assets in an ironclad prenup before jumping to Broome. And they said the couple started dating three years ago and reportedly intends to marry this summer. But the discussion over a marital contract is causing some strife among the lovebirds. Now, as MTO reported, y'all, Adele has been down that road before with her ex-husband, Simon Konachi, and had to reach to uh, reach a $190 million divorce settlement, according to the Daily Mail. So, honey, she ain't about to marry Rich Paul, because Rich Paul ain't got as much money as Adele. He just making it, honey. He got some... Caring, caring about okay. that. He got some money, but he's going to love. He don't want no prenup. She like, you must bat your damn mind. Oh, we going to get a prenup. I doubt if they get one. Do what? I doubt if they get one. She would be a fool. Didn't you just hear me say this woman had to pay her ex-husband all this damn money? Adele ain't trying to get rid of her money again with another man, honey. She'll be a fool to marry him. How much money does Rich Paul have? He got some money, but he don't have her money. So he ain't got more than her. I tell you that. So well, you man, got some well, millions, don't he? Oh yeah, he got yeah. some millions. Yeah, well, you got some millions, huh? But still, ain't nobody. But anyway. I wish I did. Well, maybe, maybe he'll maybe he'll offer her something and say, "Hey, I know you've been through X, Y, and Z. Let's do this." No. Or let's do that instead of. You ain't. I'm not. I'm going to sign a prenup with you. You ain't got to offer me nothing. I'm signing a prenup, and that's it. We're going to get married. We're going to sign yeah, a prenup. That's because you bitter and still by yourself. Well, guess what? I'm going to be bitter by myself with my $100. Because, honey, you ain't getting 50 they, of they it. They going to work it out because they love each other. They'll figure it out. Yeah, well, they're going to have to figure it out then because, I mean. It might, it's got to be something else besides a prenup that they can work out, some type of other contract that don't seem as harsh as a prenup. You know? Uh, Ricky, would you sign a prenup? Uh, to marry Adele? Uh, just yeah. to marry any woman. Would you say yeah, that? Because let me tell you something. I don't need her money. I don't care how much money she got. I don't want a dime of it. Well, you might I'm not good. need hers, but she might need yours. Oh, would I make a woman that ain't got no money sign a prenup? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, just mediocre. Uh, absolutely. You yeah, you're going to sign a prenup. You're not going to get half. You ain't wrote a joke. <laughs> no, you ain't finna come and take nothing up out of here. This my, you know, my house belongs to my kids and my family. You ain't it's just take such a weird conversation because it it's like you're introducing the possibility of the breakup. Right. So it's just such a weird. I understand why people do it, but yeah. But see, I, uh, uh. But see Maria, it, it, everything is good until it's bad. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. But you we don't want to think about the bad, and you yeah. don't want to. 
You don't want but, to but, bring but it bad on. But ain't that the same thing with insurance? Yeah, you need to. I don't need no car insurance. Ain't that gonna happen until you need it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you ain't in love and intimate with the car insurance company. Yeah, right? but no? it's, but it's still right. the same scenario, though, honey. I'm not. No, no. no yes, I no. am. I sleep I, in my car sometimes, and them hotels be nasty. Them lies <laughs> okay. So, honey. <laughs> so yeah, I can sit here and talk about the credit card you want, honey. We signing a prenup and a postnup, both of them. Yeah. So, no, well, I'm well. That's good. why everybody you went to dinner with got their ass up from that damn dinner table and walked <laughs> off and let me just sit by yourself with your little glass of wine and your and your expensive clothes on. That's why your ass sitting up on the radio doing this mess every morning. Go on to the next story. Moving on. Speaking of glass of wine, y'all Halle Berry, baby. This girl had social media in a choco, honey. Did y'all see that picture of Halle Berry posted, honey, while she was on her balcony drinking wine, honey, while nude on the balcony, honey. They're saying it was a viral thirst trap worthy of framing and hanging in your living room, honey. Miss Barry was giving it now. They were saying y'all that the 56 year old baddie was showered, honey, with praise from fans and fellow celebs, including Swatty, a sweetie, Megan Good, and Sweetie, who stand, honey, under various posts. They said it rocketed over 600,000 likes. She looked good. I love yeah. it. Yeah, she looked good. Ricky, have you seen the picture? Uh-uh, I haven't seen Oh, y'all got to see the she picture, honey. Good. She put big Leo energy to that part, honey. Somebody wrote, honey, under that picture. And they said, naturally, haters emerge from the shadow, y'all. And so I talked about Miss Beard, but Miss Beard looked amazing, honey. What was that a hate on? Now, because, you know, you know how people, if you don't look as good as Miss Beard, they say, uh-uh, girl. But she looked good as they mad because they in their 30s 50. and they don't look how she look in her 50s. Mm-hmm. That's all that is. She looked good. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, that's the white woman part of Miss Halle Beard going out on your uh, veranda and having some wine, honey, enjoying the sun. So congratulations Ooh. to Halle Berry. I'm going to recapture that picture. I think I might do it today. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. All right, the Kahlua today, honey, is one of my favorite Kahluas. My Kahlua today, y'all, is sunset. On the high end, you say sunset, and on the lawn, you say beautiful burnt orange. Yes. That's your Kahlua for the day. And that's one of that's rats' favorite colors. Yes, it that's, is. Yes, That's it beautiful, is. Gary. Thank hey, you. Hey, that's hey, mm-hmm. that beautiful burnt orange. Like that. Yes. Y'all give it up for Gary with the tea. Gary! Oh! Thank you for that, Gary. You're welcome. I'm from Houston, Texas, and I want to wake up my son, James Anderson Jr. Wake up, wake up, wake up. This is Jackie from Ocean Springs, Mississippi. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Yo, this is the girl, Verena Irvin, calling from Pompano Beach, Florida. I'm calling to wake up my power couple this morning. My auntie, Faith Irvin, and her boo thing, Uncle Mike, Michael Irvin. Wake up, wake up, get up. Yeah, i like to say good morning to everybody in Columbus, Georgia. Wake up, wake up, wake up. This is Sharon, a.k.a. Cootie from Stanley, Tennessee. To everybody in Haywood County, wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Hey, this is Danny from Houston, Texas. We're jamming with you, Ricky. Wake up, wake up, wake up. St. Gainesville, wake up. Meridian, wake up. And Greenwood, wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. When you at Dallas, wake up. In Chicago, wake up. ATL, wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. All right, thank you, Brett. <laughs> what you laughing at? And now, it's time for you to get paid up to $1,000 with Ricky Smiley's Beat the Buzzer. 
All right, y'all, Rick's Mountain Morning Show. Congratulations. You are calling number 20, and you just won $100 plus your chance to win up to $1,000. If you can watch y'all, beat, beat the, the buzzer. Hey, what's your name, and where you calling from? My name is Sharon, and I'm calling from Louisville. From Louisville, Kentucky, yes. All right, now, this is how the context, uh, this is how the context works. Now, uh, listen now. So once the timer starts, you're going to hear the dollar amounts for cash prizes that could go as high as $1,000. Now, here's the thing. The dollar amount could also go up, but the buzzer can sound at any time, all right? So make sure okay. you yell out, stop, as soon as you hear the prize you want, and keep because the buzzer, the buzzer could, oh, my God, it can go off and it'll mess you up. So are you ready? Uh-huh. And if it mess you up, you lose it all. Let's go. Good luck. And listen, man, and listen, now that y'all know how it's done, listen, make sure y'all keep listening all this week for your chance to beat the buzzer and win up the $1,000 right here on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. You want to give any, any shout-outs this morning? Shout-out to my family. <laughs> <laughs> that is, y'all. Y'all make sure. Y'all make sure. Y'all keep Listen to the Rick's Bottle Morning Show for your chance to beat the buzzer and win up to one thousand dollars. Shout out right to my here. family. <laughs> oh Lord, it's a fire. That's right, y'all. We giving away money every day, every single day. Y'all beat the buzzer, y'all. More Rick's Bottle Morning Show coming up. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, I don't know what to say. Good morning. Hit the phone line. Who is this? On uh, what? What's up, Black Tom? What's that? What's going on? No excuse today, bro. An excuse is building bridges to nowhere, creating monuments of nothingness, tools used by the incompetent. Okay, so you feel smart now? <laughs> you feel like you a college professor or something? You feel smart now? Cause you said that. Cause you remember. Cause you remember that from your Easter speech. You remember dude, that? Would you? You feel smart now? Yeah, man. You, I bet, I bet you can't repeat it. I bet you can't say it again. I bet you don't even remember. You can probably read it off your phone. Black, out of the night that covers me, black as a pit from pole to pole, I think whatever gods may be from my unconquerable soul, in the fair clutch of circumstance, I have not winced or not cried aloud under the bludgeon of chance. My head is bloody, but I'm bowed. So so and beyond you, uh, the place of wrath and tears looms the horror of the shade. I yet the menace of the years and finds shallow me. Uh, and find shadow me unafraid. It matters how straight the gate, how charged the punishment with the scroll. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. You need to learn Invictus. No, get yourself a standard ovation. That was very good, Shadow. So get what? Since yeah. you want to be Mr. Smart, Mr. Smart, man, Mr. Um, I know how to say all this stuff. Since you want to be Mr. Smart, man. Yeah. 
I'm not coming to work. No, how about that? <laughs> uh, what you got to say on that? I'm not even coming, shout it, because you, you just done got on my down nerve with all that. You just done shout it. I ain't he don't got need to be coming. smart to figure that out, Tony. He just not, shout it, he, he just done got on my nerve with all that. Show it up. That like you know something. But I'm trying to teach you Invictus, man. Something that you should Don't say. Nobody no damn Invictus. <laughs> hey, my mama got Invictus. When we were little, my mama got Invictus. They throwed all that stuff out the damn, on the front, on the grass. They throwed all that stuff out. You just triggered me just now. You just triggered me. No, the poem is not, it's not eviction. It's called in, it's Invictus. Invictus. Oh, Ricky, you upsetting him. Maria, she had tried everything to come up with that rent money and then she just couldn't get in there. Oh, Tony. Oh. Maria, we had just got out of the school bus and we were walking to my to the to our apartment and they were the maintenance man there was throwing furniture out of the second floor of Wonder. Oh, <laughs> and everybody Tony. started picking at me, talking about y'all got put out. And he just triggered me with that. I'm finna call you a research right now. No, dog, that ain't no excuse, man. You need to come to work, bro. You come to work, Black Tony. That didn't work? No. What? No. Oh, damn. All right, well, sure. I mean, well, I'll see y'all tomorrow. Easter just ain't what it used to be. Okay, but I said give him an egg. Give him an egg. Now, see what it is, his mother, she don't make him share. But you gonna share over here. Honey, you gonna get an egg, he's gonna get an egg. Everybody gets an egg. Okay, well, if you don't see no more, come on back in. Because I'm not going to keep my door open. Okay, hold on. Wait a minute. Who tracking eggshells all through this house? You peel your eggs outside, not in the house. No, 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 no. Because I know what boiled eggs smell like. And that's not boiled eggs. That is must, okay? And it, it happens because they took tussie off the rack. See, that's, that's must. Somebody's musty in here. Okay, did y'all see my grandbaby up there for the Easter play? He knew every single word. Whatever he was supposed to say, he said it. And he didn't need no help. Do you see him? He didn't need help from nobody. I said, look at L, look at L, look at L. I looked at all them cheering in that Easter play. I said, Tashika cheering. Need to be up there. But she don't bring them to church. Did you see my dress I had on at service? J.C. Penny on sale. $32. Yes. Easter change when they got rid of all the Payless stores. You know, they went up to size, I believe, 14 in women's. Yes, yes, pay less be. Pastor did a good job today. That's the sermon he preached every single Easter. So I knew, I knew that's what he was going to do, but he, it was good today. It was good last year, too. Did you come last year? Oh, he preached really good last year. It was the same word. Mm -hmm, it was good today. These children don't have no Easter basket. Keisha, you had an Easter basket every year when you grew up. And you said, oh, we don't do that no more. What is wrong with y'all? What are you talking about? Death could not hold you down. <laughs> you are the reason, King. <laughs> take it back, dog. Man. Brad, is that your mama? Man, no, that ain't my mama. That's somebody's mama, though. Ooh, Who Lord. Ooh, that's Gary, auntie. Yes, honey. That's lady my new. <laughs> that's my auntie. That's Betty Nelson. Oh that's my, my auntie Betty Nelson all the way from the top to the bottom from all across the basement. That was Betty Nelson right there. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. Mm -mm, it's Gary, baby. Oh.
All right, Rick's Miley Morning Show. Gary has the tea and the clue of the day. Gary, Gary, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning to you. It's Tuesday, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news. Y'all, Mariah Carey. It's been reported out that Mariah Carey has had a change of heart. Now, according to Radar Online, celebrity songstress Mariah Carey, y'all, has decided that she won't be fighting her ex-husband, Nick Cannon, in court over primary custody of their 11-year-old twins, Monroe and Moroccan. Now, they're saying, y'all, as it reported back in January, Mariah Carey overlooked the initial joint custody arrangement put in place where her union with television personality Nick Cannon ended after realizing that he has plans on adding onto his ongoing family tree. Now, as you may um, know, the Wild and Out founder, y'all, fathers 12 children with six different beautiful women, y'all. Now, they're saying in the past, and they spoke out against Carrie's petition and claimed the reality of the situation is that Monroe and Moroccan are usually with Mariah anyway. And Carrie is allegedly, y'all, um, is allegedly over Nick Cannon not having enough time for the children because of his other children. The source also added, but they say, quote, but she wants to put him on notice that he can't, honey, just fly in and out of their um, lives while he attends his other children. And she wants legal standing as the twins' primary caregiver. Now, if you recall, y'all, Mariah is 54 and Nick Cannon is 42. Now, they got married, Brad. I'm sure you remember back in Bahamas back in 2008, mm-hmm. the same year that they reportedly started dating. Now, they're saying three years later, the ex-couple became parents to their twins, and after six years of marriage, they finalized their contentious divorce back in 2014, y'all. So what that means? So Mariah just going to keep the children, and, you know, he, he, he don't, um... Since she already have them anywhere, so she don't want to do this custody fight or what have you? I don't think it means she's going to keep them from the kids. It's not like he can't see them. Yeah, you know? but since she already have them on her anyway, honey, she, I guess she has legal custody as well, and she don't it's have to go back to It's just a formality, probably. Yeah, that's what it was, honey. So congratulations, Mariah, being a great woman, honey. She's not fighting that man because he got all them other children, honey, and she's going to let him be with them whenever he could be with them on a quarterly basis. So congratulations. All right, moving on in other celebrity news, y'all. TJ Holmes and Amy Robach, y'all, they're saying they're making plans to move together, y'all, amid working on their return to TV as a couple. Now, they're saying TJ Holmes and Amy, y'all, are working on their relationship and trying to get their jobs back, honey. At the same time, now, according to reports, they're saying that the pair are searching y'all for a home while trying to return to daytime TV. Now, inside of close to TJ Holmes and Amy claimed, y'all, that once the rumors regarding their workplace romance dies down, they'll find a home to call their own, really. And they're saying, um, the source also said that whenever everything has calmed down, they have plans, y'all, they're going to move in together as well. And they're saying that they are definitely serious about this. So, honey, we can't wait to see those two move together and live happily ever after because right now ain't nobody trying to give them a job, honey. They treating them, they treating Amy, honey, um, as if she was black. But I mean, a lot of people saying, my God, honey, poor Miss Amy, honey, this girl left her husband and stuff to get with this man and she can't get a job, honey, can't even get a place to stay. And they talking about they gonna move together and what have you. They just Mm. really need to, you know, just, I don't know, that relationship right there is just kind of crazy because I don't feel that, you know, they really love each other. They doing this now because they trying to prove a point. And, you know, people, you know, just letting them continue to act this here. I don't know what happened, but he's going to eventually go back to his wife because she's going to take him because she loves him that much. And and and, 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 and and I don't think that would be a good look for her. But when a person loves a person, honey, this is what they do, honey. So when a man loves a woman and when a woman then, loves a man. And then when you stick together uh, during tough times, she ain't got no job. He ain't got no job. You know, we're going to move in together so we don't have to keep paying two rents. Exactly. See what I'm saying? And we're going to start our own TV stuff together. They they might make it, Gary. That's real love right there. Because usually when, when something like that happens, people just break up and go, go on about their business. 
But yeah. Captain Tennille said, love, huh? love will keep us together. together. Yes, Lord. It Captain, and, was, Captain and Tennille, read, listen to the song. Read the <laughs> listen to the song, y'all. Yes, Lord, honey. And in my final story, y'all, they're saying that fans are criticizing y'all. Poor Angela Black China for dramatic Easter photos, y'all. Worshiping at the Colossal Cross, y'all. You know, y'all saw that big cross she was worshiping at, y'all. They're saying, honey, they're taking her, to her, her she's trying to do her rebranding stuff, but people saying she's playing with the Lord, honey. And I don't think she was playing with the Lord, Ricky. They said she was wearing a white and pink body hugging, lean up barisha dress as she walked across the field, y'all, to approach the cross, honey. And she looked amazing, honey, but. People criticizing Black China, so let you continue to pray for her, and you know. It, and it didn't her. look like an Easter dress, though. It did. I, I just didn't want to say nothing. It but didn't. Ricky, have y'all seen that dress? You saw the dress. No, I haven't seen it. Was oh, it tight? Really? It was not just was tight. Ricky, it was almost between a a, 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 a gown that she wore on the, at the um award show, honey. But and she had on pageant gloves to go with. She looked amazing, but. You know, I guess we just can't. I don't know. We just I'm well, she just got to do her whatever wherever she is with the Lord. I'm with it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So yeah, yeah. So, so congratulations. Better than, to better than some of them dresses we seen at church on Easter. Some of them dresses was fitted. Yeah, and that's why I'm gonna tell you hard this story. to get the word. And that's why I go to church. To praise God and looking at that. That's why I go to 9 o'clock service. That's why I go to early service when the older people are there, honey. Yeah. Because they ain't got to see no panty lines and no doggone <laughs> sagging pants, honey. You see regular clothes. People go to church to worship the Lord, not to be wearing all that mess. Even though you wear what you want to wear to church, they say. But I still don't agree with that neither because, Ricky, my thing is this. They say, come as you are. You don't come as you are. You can't go to the club, honey, as you are. You got to have a, a, a um, dress code for that. You got to wear a dress code to school. So right. you don't come as you are there. Why should you wear that mess to church? But anyway, I mean, and I'm talking about them dresses be so tight, boy. And you can't pray. You can't pray when the pastor asks you to stand up in your peripheral vid. The devil is in the peripheral. The yes. devil is yes. in the peripheral. The devil is in the peripheral. <laughs> and that booty over there eclipsing in the church wonder with mm-hmm. Mary Magdalene over there. And you trying to keep your eye in, in, in on the pastor and that eclipse over there, boy. It's hard, Gary. <laughs> yes, it That's is. That's why I go to 9 o'clock service, too. I ain't going to be That's right, 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to 11 with all them. The color today, the y'all, is sunset. On the high end, you say sunset. And on the lawn, you say beautiful burnt orange. That's your color for today, honey. That is. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all give it up for Gary with the T. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. 
Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Gary, we thank you for that. Y'all give it one more time. One more time. I need a beautiful round of applause for Gary with the tip. Did you see that post? People are talking. Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, y'all. On uh, today's what's trending, uh, we want to know uh, how has your decision to have or not have kids affected your life? Any regrets? Hey, right, would you do it differently? Here's up at eight six six nine Ricky eight six six nine R I C K E Y. Now, Brett, you came uh, came across this article. Yeah, well, a new study found uh, that about one in five adults don't want children. And they don't regret their decision uh, when they're older. But the study was done by Michigan State University where researchers found 1.7 million adults, a little over 20 percent, do not want kids. Yeah, and here's another interesting thing from the study. Those who identify as white and male are more likely to want to be child-free, which is especially odd when we look at who's pushing to restrict reproductive rights in the U.S. So the next thing, they're going to look at how restrictions on abortion affects people's decisions not to have kids. Now, a lot of people think that if you don't have kids, you'll regret it later. But the study also found that older, child-free adults were less likely to say they had regrets about their lives. In fact, older parents were slightly more likely to want to change something about their life. Yeah, what, what, what do y'all, what do y'all think, Brett? What are your, you know, just your personal thoughts? Well, I felt like as I got older, I live, I have lived the best life. I've been everywhere in the world. I've, I've fulfilled dreams and done every possible thing. And I wanted to experience, uh, well, with some convincing from my wife, what a child feels like because it's a gift from God for women to bear children in my opinion so I never got to feel that so I think it's very important I I, I didn't regret it I didn't even know I wanted to have kids but as I got older I felt like yeah I want a little me you know I want somebody to love on me or take care of me when I get older or you know just somebody to raise and this human being turns out to be it's a blessing right special care do you regret I do. I I do not. And like, like, no, 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 no. Let me finish. I, I no, I, I absolutely do not. We had family uh, game night last night, and we had a fantastic time. I saw it on time. Facebook. That's awesome. We had the most Facebook. fun. I stayed up till probably 12 o'clock Aww. last night. That's we had the so most dope. fun. And I think that actually having kids for me, because I was so immature when I was a young adult, mm-hmm. I think it made me grow up and made me be responsible and, and do, you know, the things that I do now. Like, yeah. honestly, if I didn't have kids, I'd probably be living with my mom. Yo, mom? Cause when I had text your wife, she, she told me she said she'll hit me back tomorrow. Yeah, and we were having night. game night. That would have been disrespectful for her to talk. Kind of felt some kind of way. About <laughs> yeah, didn't want to do that. Yeah, cause oh, usually she hit me up and say good night. Go on to the next person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Gary, Gary, you don't have any kids. What's your? No, I mean, I never even 
thought about kids, honestly. And, you know, I guess I always knew because my life was alternative because I never would have thought that, you know, I wanted kids. But, you know, I have nieces and nephews. So, but kids, my thing is, we're going to go back to back in the day when you said, and which really makes sense, just because people have kids, and it ain't no guarantee that your kid going to give you your last glass of water. You oh, know, because yeah. it ain't That's no true. guarantee about that. And so people feel they have kids that, you know, oh, well, you know, I got to have kids, blah, 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 but it's not a guarantee. But my thing is, I look at the kids today and raising the kids. I mean, yes, it may have not been the right way, the way our parents raised us and stuff, but it got us to where we are today. You can't even say boo to these doggone kids now, honey. They'll curse you out or you go I, to jail, I'll honey. I'll be in jail. You Amen. know, I mean, it, it's just, I don't understand I'll be in it. jail. I, you know, yeah. and then I look at it, I'm like, yeah, that extra pair of shoes I got, and I wouldn't be able to buy them. Dad, I need some shoes and then you gotta get oh, a damn shoe to the kids. So you know you but be able to especially I, life in life now. Yeah. You'll be able but, to. but I don't regret I don't regret not having kids. Like I said, I look at my nieces and nephews and one of my nieces called me yesterday, which I thought it was so nice because you know she and I having a, a you know a closer relationship, not mm-hmm. in my brother's past. Mm-hmm. So I'm making sure that I, you know, communicate with them. Mm-hmm. But as for you know, I mean mm, I like kids when they babies. When they baby they so cute and cuddly. But then when they start getting older and could talk, you want to give them back to their parents. No. So you know <laughs> Gary, it ain't too late for you to have a kid now. It's not. Well, no, it's not too late, but no. But I mean, Sarah was 80, so, but I. I, I <laughs> <laughs> so, so. Well, at least you ain't got to carry it, Gary. Exactly. Yeah, so, real, uh, real quick, Maria, you have a, a big family. Any regrets? Oh, no, not at all. And, you know, I just think it's about what gives you purpose. Not everyone feels like a part of their purpose is to be a parent or have kids, and that's perfectly fine. But I found so much joy in it, and I'm grateful. I am blessed. I'm like Brett. Like, I've I've lived my best life. Mm-hmm. So I love my yeah. kids and my family. Yeah. All right, let's go to the phones. 866-9-RICKY. Good morning. Uh, having kids, I don't have any regrets having kids. It is hard, but... At the same time, having a kid, I feel like you get to relive your, your childhood. You get to do things that you used to do in your childhood. And it just makes it more exciting because the kids, they're doing it for the first time. So it just makes it more exciting. I only have one, and my son is on the autism spectrum. And this is my first time experiencing parenthood, single parenthood, and a child with autism. So if I would have made a better choice, I think I would have definitely told my younger self, this is wait. Uh, my thoughts, see, I had my um, son when I was 14 and my daughter when I was 17, and I don't regret it. I'm actually, I don't want any more kids, but I don't regret it at all because now that I'm older, I can finish doing what I wanted to do in my life, and they're almost grown soon. So, no, I don't regret having my kids young. I've had, I, I love my kids. I've had my kids in different stages of my life. I had a, a, a child when I was a teen. I had a child in my mid-20s. And I had a child in my mid-30s. I wouldn't regret none of them because each stage, it taught me different lessons of life and being a mother. I don't have any kids, and I would love to have kids. And I'm 37, and I wish I would have had some earlier. I think as far as having kids, it's important to keep your bloodline going. But I think as America changed with inflation and stuff like that, it do get harder to maintain the lifestyle that we once used to be able to maintain when bread was a penny. Wow. Mm. Wow. Real quick, Rock T and the regrets. Not at all, dog. I love all my kids. I'm a big kid at heart anyways, man. It's always good <laughs> yeah. to kind of keep the name going on as well, man. So I love it, man. I enjoy my kids yeah. every day. Yeah, it was worth everything that I've been through. I, I have absolutely no regrets either, man. Thank y'all for uh, hitting us up. Listen, if you could not get through, hit us up at Ricky Smiley Official because we definitely going to con- continue the conversation and read your opinion, y'all. More Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, y'all. Jeff Johnson got three things you need to know. What up, Jeff? What up, Rick? What up, everybody? Good to be with you this morning. Man, Rick, listen. First thing is, there is a North Carolina Democrat 
um, who was elected to the state legislature and months after being elected, switched to become a Republican, which now gives the GOP a supermajority in the state legislature. Now, this is interesting, right, because this woman, State Representative Trisha Cotham, um, she got elected in 2022, um, announced on Wednesday of last week that she was joining the GOP. Now, wow. it would be one thing, Rick, if, if she campaigned on, you know, as a conservative Democrat. But, but she had what seemed like very hardcore Democratic issues. Um, and, 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 and we know what gerrymandering has done to not just North Carolina, but everywhere else. She framed this through the lens of <laughs> that, that she didn't, um, rec- she didn't, un- she didn't recognize the, um, Democratic Party anymore. And I-, I don't know. This isn't illegal, Rick. Um, and for all my folks in North Carolina who, to understand and have to deal with how crazy this is, this isn't technically illegal. But but she raised money on being a Democrat. She took the nomination from the Democratic Party. She did all of these things that said, I am a Democrat. And then five months later becomes a Republican. Um, I don't know how you begin, especially when the Republicans control the legislature, if you can begin to create some kind of either policy or law that says, well, if you do this, you got to give back all that money you raised. Because right. think about how would you feel, Rick, if you were a Democratic if you were a Democratic donor, you gave money to a Democratic candidate to get somebody elected to the Democratic Party, and then five months later, it looks like a bait and switch. And so, it's going to be interesting to see if if anything comes out of this beyond just being angry, and the fact that the Republicans can now run roughshod in North Carolina even more than they already have. Um, but but otherwise, it's, it's almost SOL. Um, mm. So we'll see what happens with that. And um, really disappointed for the people in North Carolina that thought they were electing somebody that was going to represent them, who's now representing somebody else. Um, in, in the news, man, we just heard um, that the mother of the six-year-old who shot his teacher is going to be charged with child neglect. Um, this was announced yesterday, and... The the investigation obviously showed it's a misdemeanor for recklessly leaving a loaded firearm around a child. Right. Um, uh, the 25 year old teacher was shot in the hand and the chest um, survived uh, after several um, surgeries and nobody else right now is being charged. But the teacher is uh, suing the school system for 40 million dollars alleging that they ignored uh, warnings about the student, that the student had a weapon that day and was in a violent mood. There's so much with this story, Rick. Like, number one, this this six-year-old was a special needs child. Um, All of us who are parents and gun owners um, just understand how, how unbelievably important it is to secure your firearms, to have them out of harm's way, to have them under lock and key. And so I actually don't think that there's anything wrong with uh, the mother being charged with um, reckless endangerment. I mean, it, it could be a lot worse and there, there could be a lot more serious charges. Um, but my, my bigger concern is if, if they go to trial with this, Rick, and the mother tries to get off, the only way she can get off is by having this baby testify. Right. And so you're talking about putting a seven-year-old on the stand to testify either against or for her mother, for his mother. 
Um, so my, my, my hope is that um, the mother does a plea deal um, so that this baby doesn't have to deal with any more trauma and that they ensure that this child gets the support that they need, especially now that we know that the teacher is okay. Um, last thing I want to talk about, Rick, is I never thought I'd be in a place where I would utter the words, I want to whip the Dalai Lama's ass. Whoop who? I, I, the Dalai, the Dalai Lama. Lama. Yeah. You ain't seen this? The Dalai Lama. Yeah, we talked about it this morning He when he told the kid to... When he kissed the oh, kid yeah, in the mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah, him. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Special K, did you, did you see the video? I don't yeah, want to see the video. Honestly. I saw it, Jeff. I, it's pretty sick, I don't want to see that. Yeah, that's pretty that's, sick. Like, I'm serious. Like, what was, what was more sickening to me was this felt normal. Like, this, nobody was shocked. And, and there's no way you can say that Anyway, uh, when, when you have the, the, the formal press piece being that the Dalai Lama apologizes for the words that were used, but doesn't apologize for what he did. And 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 I, I just think that I, I haven't seen I, the, the person that I saw in the public most up in arms about it was Cardi B. I haven't heard world leaders talking about it. I haven't heard. Other other folks like, you know, the folks that write books with him and do tours with him um, being in up. And I'm not saying they didn't. I haven't seen it. And so when we think about somebody that has this level of cultural power, having the ability to be around families and children and and the best that we hear is an apology for the words that were used. It just reminds us as parents how much we got to be on edge and on alert about who's around our children, who we let be around our children, who we leave alone with our children, but more importantly, how we hold people accountable for what they do with children. And this has just left me at a loss because I feel like people are passive in their response to this when I think people should be vehemently and aggressively up in arms about what I saw on that video. Right, right. Yeah, it's terrible. Terrible. All right, hey Jeff, thank you, man. Let everybody know how you can be reached. Y'all can hit me at Jeff's Nation on all social media. Y'all have a great Tuesday. I hit y'all on Thursday. All right, y'all, Rick's Mind the Morning Show. It is about that time for another segment of Fix It Jesus with the one and only Twan 360. Twan, what up? Ricky, good morning. And today's Fix It Jesus, an unidentified pastor allegedly admits to doing some ungodly things at a local hotel. Pastor says that God has given him a fresh start and no one has room to judge as we've all done things that we're not proud of. Ricky, he went on to claim that you can't preach deliverance and not believe it. Fix it, Jesus. <laughs> Ain't no need of you being judgmental. All of us done done something. Yes, I smoked. Yes, I drunk alcohol. Yes, I was in this hotel. And that hotel. Trying to find me some motel. But the Lord. I wish I had. Don't y'all get deep in here. The Lord changed my life. Yes, I was a rich undone. But now I'm qualified. Amen. <laughs> I went to that hotel yeah. in this hotel chasing some motel. Come on now. That's a word right there. Yeah, no. yeah he, but he'll change it. He'll do what he do it. What he do it, Rock T. He said, don't y'all get quiet over now. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the 
Randy Watson moments. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> I went to this motel. That hotel. Chasing motel. I like that. Screaming. Like that right there. It's one. If everybody want to see that video, how can they find it? Head right over to my Instagram page right now at Twan the Done. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's go. Give it up for Twan. Twan yes, the Diggity. Yes, you to take those clothes back, you're going to have to have a receipt. Now, Fat Tasha is absolutely right. They're not going to give you that money back if you don't have a receipt. Mm-mm. They remember me when I have bought these clothes. How they going to, if I ain't got a receipt, they're supposed to say, oh, man, we remember you when you came in Friday. We remember you when you came in Friday. Kiki, the dollar store, the dollar store ain't going to give us no damn money. Oh, oh, my appetite. <laughs> oh, oh. Fantasia, 
Fantasia, you are absolutely right. Don't let, listen, Fantasia, don't let Kiki run your blood pressure up and you don't have to give her a ride and take her everywhere she need to go. And she don't have that receipt. That's right, Fantasia. You got to calm down because you'll get sick over this. I feel it, Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Kiki. What, Ricky? She's Kiki mad just, at me. Kiki, just keep the clothes and I'll cash up you. I'll cash out. How much you pay for? Well, Fantasia, what all the clothes come up to? What's what's the amount? I was I was looking through the window because I can't get out the car. I was looking trying to look through the window. Oh Lord, my cash. How much the clothes cost, Kiki? Uh, probably was thirty two dollars. Okay, I cash out of tea. Yeah, don't go through that. You got me out here early in the morning. Thirty two dollars. Y'all give it up for Kiki and Fantasia. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. More Ricky Smile the Morning Show coming up. All right, Rick, Rick. Maria Moore, what's happening? Good morning, Rock T. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Tuesday headlines. Police continue to investigate what led to a mass shooting at a bank in Louisville, Kentucky, that left at least five people dead and multiple others injured. The shooter, identified by police as a 25-year-old male bank employee, was live streaming the attack on Instagram. Now, he shot and killed in a shootout. He was shot and killed in a shootout with law enforcement, according to police. The shooter had been identified, actually notified that he was going to be fired from his job at the bank, according to a law enforcement source. And he left behind a note indicating he was going to carry out the shooting. Several victims remained in the hospital, including a police officer who was in critical condition. In other news, one of two black Democrats who were expelled last week from the GOP-led Tennessee House was reinstated Monday after Nashville's governing council voted to send him straight back to the legislature. Uh, The unanimous vote by the Nashville Metropolitan Council restores Rep. Justin Jones to office just four days after Republicans stripped him of his seat. Moments after the decision, Jones began marching to the Capitol. Lastly, and in good news, Ricky, a Florida woman who spent her life savings to help her daughter beat breast cancer is now a millionaire. Geraldine Gimblet of Lakeland bought a Florida lottery ticket one day after her daughter completed her final treatment for breast cancer. Hmm. Gimblet said she purchased the last available ticket the store had of her favorite scratch-off game. And Geraldine is assisted, so uh, this is all good news. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit Ricky. SmileyMorningShow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? With the first pick in the 2023 WNBA draft, the Indiana Fever select Aaliyah Boston, University of South Carolina. I mean, it's really special. I think a lot of people know my story, but my parents made a big sacrifice. Um, a- to move away from home at the age of 12 and 14. And so to be able to see their hard work pay off, it's just a blessing from God. Show enough, man. WNBA draft last night. Aaliyah Boston right there, the first overall pick. There was actually five South Carolina players that was drafted last night, including Zaya Cook. She was picked 10th. 
by the L.A. Sparks. Diamond Miller was the number uh, number two pick. Matty Segris was number three. Our point guard, Alexis Morris, went number 22nd to the Connecticut Sun. Point guard out of LSU, the champion herself. So big up to all the ladies that's moving on to the next level. NBA playoffs tip off tonight with the play-in games, man. Two big games, Atlanta versus Miami, Minnesota, and the Los Angeles Lakers, man. Look out for them Lakers, man. I think LeBron got them boys rejuvenated. I think they're going to get past Minnesota. Man, Come on, they're going to they win this game tonight, dog. They're going to get into the playoffs. I love the okay. play-in situation, man. It just makes everything a little bit more exciting. We finance. You, you are. Short right? words, we in the seat. <laughs> <laughs> Pimping. <laughs> Uh, I may have some good news for all Baltimore Ravens fans, man. Wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. was hanging out with quarterback Lamar Jackson this past weekend at the Prime 112 Steakhouse in Miami Beach. The reason why that could be good news because we all know that quarterback Lamar Jackson still has not officially uh officially officially signed uh he's got that non-exclusive franchise tag placed on him he requested a trade about a month ago odell beckham jr just signed with the baltimore ravens so they hanging out having a good time that means that lamar's probably gonna start coming on back and say listen i'm gonna go ahead and play this one-year deal under this uh contract with odell beckham jr with the ravens and see what happens before i uh exit stage left that's my quick opinion right there. Follow me on yeah, social media. So. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, I, I don't Yeah, I think he should, Rock. I don't see Lamar playing with anybody else but Baltimore. Come on. Yeah. Just go and get this little old check one more year. Sign this little situation. Play but Odell. If they get some good chemistry, they'll go to the Super Bowl. Well, slow down, dog. Tap the brakes now. I mean, don't, uh-uh. don't, don't go that far with it yet. If they got good chemistry. You talking about Lamar Jackson. You talking about Odell Beckham coming out of that slot. Dog, I love both of them. But, you know, I don't know about Super Bowl. We're going to see. <laughs> That's a whole nother situation. There it is. <laughs> you ain't got no damn faith. <laughs> no, I got faith. I love they never had no, mu- no mustard or no mustard seed. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, make sure if y'all ain't checked out this week's episode of I Hate the Homies podcast with your boy and Super Dave and Griff, go check it out anyway you listen to your podcast. Brad got the hot spot right now. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot and all right, Rick, it's the morning show. Time for the hot spot. What up, Brett? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tad Tad, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Well, following the troubling viral video of Young and May that broke the internet not too long ago, she has since taken to social media to briefly address the current status of her health. She said, I know I've been low key. Unfortunately, I made a lot of wrong decisions in my life, and you know, things started to catch up with me. I'm actually doing much better. Um, I've been getting well. Now, according to the Her Story lyricist, she's completely cut out her alcohol consumption, focusing on her journey to 100% healing. Many have suspected that MA sickness is possibly due to issues with her liver or her kidney. She said, I've been very much sober. Uh, and while it may opted not to go into much detail, she announced that she has been in the booth working on a documentary and it will be accompanying music. She said, besides, you know, dropping some new music, of course. I'm going to also have a documentary because I know y'all been wondering and all that. So um, prayers, up, prayers out to her um, for to get better. You know what I'm saying? Because you never know what people are going through. And we did see that video and it scared all of us. We was like, what is going on? So yeah. I'm glad she's getting better and she's very much sober. And whatever she don't need in her body, I hope she keeps it out of it. 
All right. Uh, oh, Lord. And a new transcript released through social media on April 10th. It shows R. Kelly's 16-year-old ex-girlfriend's mother texting her daughter and telling her to entice Kelly when she met him. In the documents, the text messages between Kelly's ex-girlfriend, Azriel Clary, and her mother, Alice Clary, are revealed. Messages included, fix your hair right, make sure your lips are shiny, and do something seductive, seductive then make a silly face for in the documents. Ooh, another case of an underage girl who engaged in sexual acts with Kelly involved her former god, his former goddaughter, who testified on August 18, 2022. She revealed that they had a sexual relationship when she was 15, and the documents caused many reactions from users on Twitter, which mostly shamed Kelly and his victims and their parents. One user simply said the victim's parents should be charged for luring them to R. Kelly, and one user tweeted that everybody needs to be locked up for their role in Kelly's sexual crime with parents included in other news. I mean like if they if they prove that the parents did stuff like that what are your thoughts man I, I if just you push your, your little girl to it to all that's Kelly. horrible and I believe that I believe that that happened in some of those cases I believe that that happened but who are we to judge but I just think that's horrible for a parent especially if your child is underaged I think that yeah. is horrible. Now, if she grown or whatever, and right. she can do what she want to do, then that's a different story. But at 15 or like 16. You're supposed or, to be her protector. Yeah, you're supposed to be her protector. You don't say right. tell nobody to fix your hair. So I For think no I amount of fame. Right. Money. No yeah. amount. I'm sure that the relationship between the daughter and the mother, I'm sure the daughter is like, yeah, whatever you say, you say it now. That's how parents are to live yeah. through their kids. They want to live through their but, kids. But, yeah. they didn't, uh, Ooh, that's but I tell y'all what, I bet, I, see, that's why fathers are important. Right. That right there. Say it. That's why fathers are important because fathers give every girls mother a ain't like that though, Ricky. Of, of, of confidence <laughs> and stuff. You, yeah, I, I, you know what I'm saying? Be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, you ain't going. You can go over there and say hi, and the father gonna go with you to say hi. Right. Exactly. You know? Got that right. Yeah. Yep. Ooh, all right, we're going to wrap up the hot spot on that, that note. That make me mad, though. Oh, it make me mad, it too. It make me so mad, to, man, ooh. to sit up there and push your daughter towards that for, for, for no amount of money. It yeah, and this lady should be it. embarrassed. Like, you right. really told her to fix her hair and make sure her lips are shiny. Because she knew that was R. Kelly's thing, too. Yeah. So she knew she was So she I was do, I do believe there should be some type of... child, not allegedly. Yeah. Well, you know, you're pimping out your child. There should be and some type what? of consequence. I wouldn't say, I don't know if it's jail or whatever, but I'm sure that child know <laughs> what her mama did. She shouldn't be able to be around no more children, that's for sure. Yeah, it's, uh, that's, that's disgusting. All right, y'all, we're going to wrap up the hot spot. But coming up next, we got your next... Spring because we sure need to talk it out this Tuesday. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. It's Talk It Out Tuesday, Tuesday. with licensed professional counselor Unetta Spring. All right, it's Talk It Out Tuesday on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show, and we are continuing our conversation about anxiety in April. And this week, we're going to be talking about anxiety symptoms that can sometimes be misunderstood. Y'all, please help me welcome licensed professional counselor Unetta Spring. Unetta, good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, y'all. How y'all doing today? What up, you You're doing good. We happy to have you. And uh, for the person who's dealing with anxiety, how do you know if you're anxious or, you know, or just being difficult? 
Yeah, yeah. So like we said last week, you know, anxiety can be invisible sometimes or it can be misunderstood oftentimes. So I think it's important for us to be able to everyone to be able to get to the core of their anxiety. Um, at the core of anxiety, oftentimes it's a deep rooted fear um, that comes from past experiences or fear of future experiences. So I think really to, in order to address stress and anxiety, we have to really be able to acknowledge our fear and that can be difficult for people to do, you know, to actually be able to say, no, nah, I was really afraid. Um, and that's why I responded in this way. And sometimes fear can show up in things that seem like um, inconsiderate or, or raggedy. I like to call it, you know, raggedy behavior. Um, and this is people who could be like irritable or very moody. Um, this can be people who cancel plans or they, they're flaky or they ghost you or they have fear of commitment when you're looking at relationships or people who are um, procrastinate or they're always late. Um, or there are sometimes people who show up and overcompensate. Um, mm-hmm. So all of these things that kind of you, you may irritate you, like in your interpersonal relationships, sometimes yes. at the core of that, it could be some anxiety showing up. Mm. Well, you know, how can mm-hmm. we be empathetic of people dealing with anxiety without like being a pushover? Yeah, yeah. So that's the key, right? Because, you know, I always say that there's a difference between being empathetic and, and enabling behavior, right? So we can be empathetic of somebody's experience and their, um, you know, and still implement boundaries and set expectations for the future, right? So right. enabling says, like, I have compassion for you. I understand you're going through something. I mean, empathy says that, right? But enabling, um, we make excuses for people or we entertain it or we say, oh, well, they're just anxious. So, you know, it's okay. No, you have to be able to have boundaries, you know, as well. So I can be empathetic of your anxiety. I can have boundaries. Um, and I can say like, hey, if you are unable to honor your commitment, I'm not going to continue to like, I can't work with you anymore. Or this is going to happen if, you know, if that gets in the way. And I think it's being able to balance both. Um, that's really important. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you said our stress emotions play a role in our stress and anxiety, but what should we do to help people understand how the emotions are connected to the anxiety? Because how do we, how do we know? How do, how do you know that? Right. Yeah, yeah, and and that's something really that, you know, you can unpack in therapy. It's something you can unpack by really getting to the core of what what you are feeling. One thing I noticed, like with the people that I work with, oftentimes the people that come in the door, they have very little emotional intelligence because we're not taught to understand our emotions or really to identify them. So one of the things that I put in my self-care strategy workbook is um, on the second module, we unpack the emotions. We really get to the core of how do I identify how I feel, right? Because when you can identify how you feel, there's science behind it. It's called um, Dan Siegel. He's like a, a psychologist and he made this statement called name it to tame it. So oftentimes, you know, if you can't name how you feel, you can't tame your emotions. Right. So it really starts with being able to identify how you feel and that like physically helps you to feel better just when I can say it. So really being able to like really get deep into how do I understand myself and my feelings? I think that's the first place where we need to start. So, Yunetta, why does anxiety just show up in ways that make us want to be aggressive, shut down our people pleasers, our please people? Yeah, yeah. So I think, okay, so we got to understand anxiety is a stress response, right? And our stress responses are designed to help us survive, right? So when we get anxious, our body is kind of picking up on our environment and we're, we're looking at everything like it's a threat. 
So when our sympathetic stress response system gets activated, we may get aggressive. I know we've talked a lot about the fight flight response system. So when, when I get stressed and activated, then everyone, how they respond is different. Some people flight, they may go shoot and disappear. And some people get really angry and aggressive and, and they fight. The goal for that is to help me um, reduce the threat or whatever I perceive as a threat and so that I can stabilize and feel grounded, neutral and calm or at peace. So a lot of times we get aggressive when we're angry because we're just trying to fight off that thing that's causing us our stress response system to get activated. Wow. And and uh, and the quickest way to manage your anxiety. What's like like that's the last question. Like the quickest yeah. way to manage. So I love anxiety. I love, you know, helping people manage their anxiety. And one method that I love is the five, four, three, two, one method. Um, so y'all may have heard of this, but it's really just being able to first breathe, but then recognize five things you can see, like in the moment, pick up on five and name it out loud. Five things you can see, four things you can hear, um, three things you can uh, feel, like to feel what your body touch and feel, two things you can smell and one thing you can taste. That's one of the quickest ways to bring you back into the present and ground you and it will help reduce your anxiety pretty quickly so and that's something you can do anywhere all the time all right man we are so happy to have you this morning and uh you know of course uh this talk about tuesday segment is not meant to take the place of uh, actually going to therapy but it's a start right. you can always get more information on your website groundbreakerstherapy.com or on instagram at groundbreakers therapy y'all give it up and show your love for your spring, your spring. Yeah. Hey, good stuff today, y'all.